This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Success Street, the podcast that brings you the information you need to safeguard and optimize your payment acceptance process. This has never been more important as cyber breaches are on the rise along with the need for touch-free and online credit card processing. Join your host, nationally recognized credit card acceptance and e-commerce expert, Jennifer D'Angelo, as she explores the latest trends in essential business operating solutions through conversations with industry leaders, reviews of emerging technologies, and discussions of innovative tools and techniques. She will provide the business resources you require to expertly manage change. Now, here's your host, Jennifer D'Angelo. Good day, fellow listeners of SuccessStreet.net. I am pleased to introduce Natalie Goff, a master teacher in healing and creative arts. Her expertise is in removing the block to keep one from activating their full creative potential, both personally and professionally. She is a 30-year shiatsu therapist, designer in teacher trainings, workshops, facilitator, and yoga dance, including um, other areas of expertise. And she inspires successful professionals to listen to their bodies and follow their wisdom and hearts. I've known Natalie for a long time. And you were telling me that you have um, gone through various teacher training programs, Natalie. Yes. Uh, well, thank you, Jen. And thank you for inviting me on your show. I'm, I feel honored. And, uh, and I love talking to you. You're such a creative person. And I'm really looking forward to our, our little talk here. Um, yes, uh, for I've done, well, I'm 61 and I started yoga uh, in my 30s. Thank you. And, uh, and so um, before that, I, I was a shiatsu therapist for, uh, for 30 years. And um, while I was doing shiatsu, which is a type of meridian acupuncture with clothes on, it's a Japanese form of massage. I um, started to study for, in yoga and loved, uh, loved the yoga. And actually, it was my shiatsu teacher that uh, in the 90s said, you know, we need a yoga practice. She wanted us in our body uh, so that we could give uh, massages and shiatsu sessions from a place of giving and receiving and really understanding and experiencing ourselves as grounded beings first. And... Um, so from there, I, I found, I mean, I, it was such an incredible love right from the beginning. Um, and I went on to do four yoga teacher trainings. Uh, and uh, the first uh, was forest yoga. And then I did Kapalo yoga, uh, nomad yoga, and then Kundalini yoga, which is very different than all the other styles. And, um, and why I was working on my yoga teacher trainings, I also got introduced to creative dance and that took me off to another whole avenue, which is deeply part of my yoga teaching in life today. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. And this could be somewhat of a, a little interactive uh, podcast. And uh, since Natalie is a creative coach 
and a guide for business owners to tap into their own immense ingenuity, creativity, and flow when making decisions, keeping you on track strategically while adding creative solutions. You are both so creative as I've known you over the years, both professionally and personally. And this has been an evolution for you. And unlike a lot of business owners that I've interviewed or met, um, you've, you've been in various areas of the creative world um, to bring out um, full potential. And I feel like today we are co-creating this podcast together, which is so much fun. So, I had so much so fun. Yeah, I've had so much fun talking with you um, and everything. And, you know, we're both, gigg we're both giggling because I can't wait for Natalie now to show you perhaps some of the movement that she does to, I think, open the body um, to, to the full potential. I know we talk about potential a lot, and um, I wanted to ask you if you'd like to share with us some very exact things that may help people that are sitting too much in the business world and, and otherwise. Yes, thank you. I, I would be uh, so happy to do that. And especially I'm sitting, I can do it from sitting and then take it to standing. And because the mind gets all the attention when we're on these boxes, it's great to be able to bring the body in and uh, open it up so that the energy and the thoughts and the bodies connected and our own wisdom is coming through and just to share that I feel I truly feel from the depths of my being that um, and I have seen it myself because actually from dance I went into painting and I could see that often the person that would say to me uh, I am I'm not an artist and I know nothing about painting I'm not creative at all which was me up until like 36 years old um, when I did, I would bring them into process with big canvases and and um, and put tools in front of them and colors and have them pick their favorite color. And again, the person that said I'm the least creative was a hundred percent the most creative. And I actually have come to believe that every single one of us, um, I mean everyone on the planet, um, has this creative nectar and juice and rhythm that is part of the creative nature underneath us it's in our being it's it's part of who we are uh and when that door gets open uh for whatever reason uh it as particularly as an adult it does not shut once that's open you know you can feel what it feels like to be creative and to be in the flow and and that is available to everyone on every level, whether it's movement or I really even feel that we're all painters. Picking up a brush and playing with color is one of the most uh, joyful things that you can do. And not having to have a, uh, coming more from the feminine world or the fluid world, which is not having to have a product, an end product, although that always comes, but just the experience of being in the process of creating and moving from uh, urges within you that are actually profoundly intelligent. They call that spontaneity, but behind spontaneity is a, a really innate intelligence. It's the same rhythm that is part of nature and it's within us. We know what we, we know what we like, we know what feels good. And 
you know, in this world that we live in, being able to track that, whether you're moving or doing a yoga posture or doing a creative dance, or you've got a paintbrush in your hand and you're asking yourself, uh, you know, what kind of line, and you don't even have to think, it just comes through. When you learn to move the body in a fluid system, you actually just gently begin to track what is interesting in your body, what needs to open next, where are you being led, and the body will lead you when you're actually listening and centered. So that's why uh, when Jen and I talked that we would do a little bit of movement so that um, even in this moment, it's not, you know, you're not hearing it just from the head that you can also drop in, whether you're listening to this podcast a year or 10 years from now, um, you can take a moment and just join us. So I'll just share a little bit right now that um, I focus on, um, again, yoga postures, but taking uh, the movement within a posture and then taking that movement into following uh, the fluid system where mostly water uh, and that means within all the layers of the fascia, it's all, all these different layers of fluid. And when we stay in movement, as part, particularly as we age, and again, I'm 61, and movement is just a really big part of keeping my body open. But fluid fascia movement allows you to move in a pleasurable way. So if you were to just take your joints and imagine that, you know, the hand was a fish in water, uh, can almost feel that there's a flow right there. You can feel, you can feel maybe your feet on the ground and notice the space behind you. And as you notice the space behind you, you may find yourself sitting up a little bit more. You can feel the sides of you. And externally, the body likes, the mind particularly likes to just go external for a few seconds, feeling the safety of where you are and uh, taking in the sounds and then beginning to notice the breath. And then as the movement comes in, the joints, the wrist, the elbows, the elbows open up the shoulders and the neck, and then you can take it into the spine. And if I was to take a whole body movement, I might walk back and just settle in here and find it almost a repetitive sway for a few moments, letting the fluid system of the body not have to be pushed or you know yanked, but having to feel come within the limits of just soft movement. I'm in the ankles, I'm in my knees, I'm in my hips, I'm in my arms. And then that movement can actually take you into the back. It can take you into the shoulders. And you're kind of tracking what's holding for you the whole time. So in embodiment process, fluid system movement, you're really listening and playing with as if you were like a fish in water. The body is just learning how to move and how to open gently. And again, once that door is open and you, that movement is just familiar and comfortable in you, you actually take that movement into all everything you're doing, whether you're doing a yoga class where your arm is out and instead of taking the arm and making it straight, you may want to move it around first until you take that straight arm. If you're opening up the spine, you may want to dance around the vertebrae and the neck and the shoulders and even the hips, taking that fluid system in. And I could probably go on for quite a while with this, so I think I'll stop here. <laughs> That's incredible. That is absolutely amazing. And I find that the more I open up and I've gotten more creative in my space with, you know, the 
I, I did a little ballet and then so on and so forth through the years, but picking up other dance throughout, you know, the Argentine tango of Maurice and the, the uh, Latin salsa and the ballroom dance. I just love it. I just love movement. I like even just running for pleasure, you know, or, or hiking all the time, you know. So movement to me opens me up. And then I just feel more centered and grounded and ready to take on. And the endorphins that I get from movement really help me as well. I sleep better. I feel more balanced in life. And um, there's, you know, we're talking, we were talking about um, just how beneficial movement is in terms of the mind and the body. And we do so much. We think that work comes from the mind so much. But for me, you talk a lot about opening up and that creativity. You you speak to solving solutions in your you know professional as well as personal life. Yes. Um, so there's the mind. There's the emotions. There's the physical body. There's the energetic body, um, and when you can when it's almost when you're sitting at the computer for a long time and you get up and you're stiff and everything's holding um you're you're getting just a fraction of your own energy your own uh in your decisions and what you're doing and when you can take a moment to that it doesn't matter what the form is as you said it could be hiking or sitting in front of the computer or dancing there is a creative intelligence within our bodies. I, I call it movement intelligence or creative intelligence. And maybe you almost feel like there's a little urge. Maybe if you've been sitting for a while, you find a little rock through your spine. And that is, you know, the bones and the muscles, you're, you're listening and you can feel just a soft movement wanting to release this kind of rigidity that we, we all do. And, um, and the body once it's open and you'll find also if you're uh, taking a walk or I found that um, from years of doing dance and movement, I, I had never, I had never ever had a desire to paint. It wasn't, wasn't even on my mind. I actually, I didn't, I liked painting, but I, it wasn't, I didn't, I didn't care to. And through the movement practice, I found, you know, there was a point where I just needed to pick up a brush. And so when you're when the mind and the body are um, uh, when there's a, a connection there, you're you're really able to stay more on path of your own authentic path of what's true for you, rather than the mind, which is can have its you know it has its limitations of the information that it's given. When you bring in that wisdom of the body and all the things that the body uh, absorbs, so that every everything that's ever happened in our life gets held you know moved through the body, through the cells, through the emotions. And when there's some freed up movement through the body, whether it's just a few moments or whether you have a continual practice in your life, you actually begin to feel that groundedness and that centeredness. And that uh, type of uh, opening and commitment to um, really honoring the magnificence of, of all of who we are individually um, is you can bring that into whatever you're doing, whether whether you're, for instance, let me say it this way, say you're in a, you're doing a presentation to a group of people, 
uh, in your in your business and and you're bored you're bringing it and you're bored and most likely if you're bored they're bored so um, and you can kind of feel that in your body it's just it's you know you're you, you know it's tiring it feels like work um, it feels like you know uh, draining a little bit you just want to get it done and that is uh, the mind doing trying to get from here to there now if you took a pause and just asked maybe you asked your group do you want to get up and move everybody uh, or uh, maybe ask the question how is this landing for anyone and and then maybe asking yourself in this moment what would make this presentation more interesting it could be uh, making the decision, you're kind of tracking the room and yourself and your board, that you just completely drop this, whatever you're talking about, and go on to something that you're actually interested in. And, you know, part of your presentation, and you present that instead. And then the juice of the room and the people, they're, you know, they're with you on that. They can feel it. When you, people feel you before they even hear you. So if you're in the, in the excitement, and excitement isn't, you know, just felt through the head, it's through the whole body, that you can begin to use the body as a gauge about whether you're on the right track uh, on presentations, on decisions, on um, in-the-moment processes that you might be in. Yeah, I, I can tell you from real experience that I've had more recently is that once I got into more creativity in my life through movement, as I was um, describing earlier, um, I found that I was in more connection authentically with my purpose. So my whole business of essential business solutions, as one sees it, you know, from payroll and online um, payment processing and acceptance and all that jazz, has come it has become more about business owners and serving others as my purpose in life so by so as an example for somebody that's gotten more in touch with movement even though it, it's a different creative type of movement and um it's not really performing arts but it's just really really fun uh because i just i i it's a it's actually my new dance playground is just doing ballroom and salsa and bachata and Argentine tango. I'm just having a blast with the different dances and genres, you know, listening to the music and everything. And that has opened me up tremendously in my life. And yes. And then there's a different layer to that, which is, um, as you introduce that, um, you know, the, the healing arts, which is being able to um, address the needs of tension and even uh, injury and um, holding and resistance uh, in the body. And so another form of fascia creative healing movement would be that you start to say instead of you going to a massage therapist or, um, you know, having someone do something to your body to open it up, that you begin, I would say if there was one thing about what I'm presenting, it's the um, intelligence of exploration through your own uh, body, your mind, and particularly for healing, because the body 
is always moving towards healing. The earth is always moving towards healing. And if we can start to um, gently settle back into the body and, at, you know, start to say there's a, say there's a, um, a tightness in your right shoulder, especially upper bo- body, right? Because the upper body, the neck and the upper back is always about, you know, holds worries and fears and future uh, happenings. So, that tends to be an area that we all hold on and also, you know, deadlines and everything that we have to do. So if you were to just even putting your hand on, say you were tight in the right side of the neck, you could start to just gently begin to track that yourself by soft leaning exploration. And in that soft leaning and really tender, it's about you're actually not trying to release anything and you're not trying to, even get rid of anything you made a decision like this is here it's here it might be for emotional something that needs to be emotionally let go of and it's kind of made its way through the body through tightness it can be a combination of worry and so you know the body holds everything so it could be you know that you picked up something that was heavy Um, so as you begin to explore that area through movement um, as a form of like internal and personal massage through your body, like following the joint, following curiosity. And the first layer of what I teach is basically beginning to follow, like, what's interesting. So you may come to a point where you actually feel some tension, and then you back out of that. It's like, okay, I felt where I'm holding. I gently move around it, and then I go back in. And each time you go back in, you introduce maybe a little bit of different movement, taking that area in the fibers and allowing the fascia, the joints, the ligaments to just gently unwind. And it's very much what, if you were getting massage, it's what they would be doing through the muscles and the tendons and moving the fascia. In shiatsu, it would be a lot of the acupoints holding different areas. And what I have learned in the 30 years of healing arts is that we are able to do this ourselves, especially initially when you have a guide to show you how to do that so that this fluid accessibility is available to all of us in our bodies. And it's what I really want to present to the world, that that's, that is our, we all have the capability of doing this and it's profoundly healing. And it's also very, self like autonomy and intelligence of really connecting to like we are profoundly creative and intelligent the body is that and I think often we've been trained to have teachers in front of us so much to like you know massage us or you know lead us in movement and I mean you can do that for years and it really does not open deeply in you know in the body you to really to find that opening, you could begin to open to your own incredible movement intelligence. And again, I really feel, and I know through my own body and the clients that I've worked with for years now, that this is absolutely possible. And when I work with uh, the groups that I've been with for now, for a long time, when we start a class, I, I start the class, but they're already moving. They're already tracking. They're, they're sitting in different positions. They're checking out neck and shoulders. They're really moving into places that are holding in tight. And then I come in and we do it together. And um, we might follow the same kind of posture forms in order to create a framework so that we can move into holding. Um, we can also move into light dance, which is a way to uh, really take that 
that movement into absolutely uh, a whole other level, uh, feeling you know the strength of your body, feeling the pleasure, feeling creativity, and um, that self uh, that self inner teacher autonomy is is something that I really feel is uh, is just a profound teacher for all of us, and um, and it's there, and it does take courage to kind of self-explore and it that's why it's actually nice to be in a group that's already doing that and um and once you open that creative door physically uh you can you you can get onto your mat like a million times and each time it's going to feel different even moving the elbow and the shoulder because you know every day is a little is different in the body this is an amazing vehicle and being gay being able to really like capture and live that intelligence uh, is uh, I really feel like that is uh, what uh, my gift is to share with people. I hear, you. I hear you. It reminds me that we're only using a fraction of our brain, not it, it, which is when I say brain, I mean you know our whole intelligence, the um, the the mind, body, spirit, everything that you know that makes up us. And our authentic, you know, our potential. And so there's so much about how we can heal ourselves. It's so empowering. And I've been very in tune with knowing your one's value, you know, and so many people walk through life not knowing their own value. And that they can heal themselves is so empowering, so esteemable on top of, um, it can help you in other walks of life in business with that knowing, uh, that confidence, and that um, the depth of oneself. Yes, and um, that's just so well said. And you know, I have I have that issue. I definitely and have and will have, and I continue to have that to be able to have the courage to uh, share something that has a really profound framework to it and foundation and does have uh, that spontaneity comes from a deep intelligence and urging from the body. And I think my message is that the body, just like our planet, is uh, is deeply wanting us to connect um, to a relationship that's not just um, uh, form-based, even though uh, whatever form you are doing that you love to do, you can take that, and I think you've already shared that intelligence, and move that into any form and expand the form that you're doing on a profound level. Um, and what I, and that even means like weightlifting. You know, you can still you can bring the fluid system in any kind of form. But I think it's almost going back to like uh, sort of the beginning, really, and because the fluid system comes from we have, we've had gills in our in the womb we came in with gills we are so connected to the fluid system you could call it feminine because it's not so much about destination although it deep the body will what I have experienced uh, in opening and I uh, like I did an opening this morning and um, just a, a little process of movement where the body initially just takes me to where at first where it's really holding usually neck and shoulder and that opens up it takes me to the rib cage and then to the hips and then I start moving into the hamstrings and the legs and the feet and I'm not really directing that 
Like once one area opens up, the body's like, okay, let's go down here. I've got a lot of sensation. I got a lot of holding in my lower back or my hip and let's move into that. So that inner autonomy, you can take that as a matter of fact, it, it allows whatever form that you're doing in your life and uh, you can continue it for long periods of time because you know how to track sensation in your body, particularly right before you an injury or even overextending yourself in a knee or an ankle, you'll already know, like for instance, um, I hiked the White Mountains and I was a, with a big group of people and they, some were just doing uh, one peak, some were doing two or three. And I decided to go with a tiny group uh, and they were doing five peaks in one day. And um, and I decided to go with them. And the whole time I, I just trapped, I kept getting into squat and forward folds and you know, it's a lot of like running, it's a lot of hiking and walking can kind of push down on the spine. So I did a lot of forward folds and just kept opening up the spine. And I really felt like incredible when I was done. And I, I felt I hadn't hiked in years and these guys were long time hikers. And, um, so the ability to have an opening to your own movement intelligence is it's absolutely life affirming. And especially as we age and this intelligence, uh, like you had shared, can also open you up into all areas, into your own more creativity, into the office, into sharing. Yeah. I'll end there. But there, there is another layer to this, but I... Uh, Yes, and we were talking about how if you're into either into sports or you're looking, you know, to even um, build collagen in your in your fascia. I mean, it, it is movement in your type of creative movement is um, so essential. Would you speak to that a bit, Natalie? Yes, um, let me make sure I understand the collagen and what did you say? Sorry. If you're involved with the sports. Um, okay, yes. Um, yeah, so for instance, uh, I'll get up and move a little bit. And what happens is that when I show movement, I feel like we get caught up in the image of, you know, what I look like or how I'm moving. But I'm really moving from deep inside. So sometimes I like showing image because, you know, I like moving so much. But um I want to share that while I'm doing this, I'm really tracking. So if I was to say, particularly, you know, golfers or uh, runners or say I'm going to work, open up the lower half of the body, you know, I could start to, you know, start to turn, you know, into the ankles and the calves. And I'm moving gently. I may want to bring in the spine and roll through the spine and move in a way that just starts to open things up a little bit. Like the feet are really powerful and you can drop down into a squat and move and basically track the entire time so that when you, you know, kind of everyone will know this, a warrior one, your arms come up and I'm really working my back right heel right now. I'm kind of moving, but I'm really focused back here, kind of opening that up, sending it out, feeling the, the, kind of the whatever is going on from the quad to the thigh to the hamstring and this gentle movement even though it feels like a gentle movement I'm in the whole body letting it open up and we're always using the wrist and the arm so whatever I'm doing I'm always walking through the fascia of the hands and the shoulders keeping that open the wrists and elbows really affect and open up the neck and the shoulders and so um it's a whole body movement and what that does is if you're an athlete or working to um 
keep your body open so that, you know, maybe you're a bike rider and when you move, you could even do it from seated, they'll have a lot of quad energy. So it might be to explore the quad and the hip, but also bring in the whole body because it's not just the quad that's tight. It's, you know, connected to the hip, which is connected to the abs and the shoulders. So everything's connected. So in this movement, it's really about embodying and moving from the whole body, not just, you know, stretching. Um, that fascia system runs through the entire body. So I may be stretching the fascia in my arm and moving it back. And then all of a sudden my rib cage, my low back, my upper back, everything's uh, connected with that. You know what? It the thing that I wanted, oh, go ahead. Sorry. You know what this reminds me of? When I scuba dive and I see. Um, all the underwater life, the anemones, the fish, the eels, the barracudas, uh, you know, the sea turtles, they all are, are moving, you know, and it's from where we came. Um, and it, it's just, it's really nice to see you move like that, Natalie. And a lot of the people are not seeing this because it's an audio podcast. So I just want to inject why we're talking why don't you go on Natalie Goff's uh, Facebook page to see what she's doing, if you'd like. Um, this is going to be on YouTube to, as well. Um, there's going to be a button there, um, on my successstory.net website. That is, as it sounds, success, S-U-C-C-E-S-S, street, S-T-R-E-E-T, uh, dot net, um, You'll see a button there for YouTube and you'll get this, uh, the video of this as well. So if you go on Natalie's Facebook page, um, you're going to find out all about Natalie and um, it's G-O-F-F is how you spell her last name and you can find her in Connecticut. Um, so if there's other Natalie's out there with that first and last name, you'll have the right one. And of course, you'll be, um, you know, we'll see what you look like as well. And you'll have your credentials up there and all. But um, this is a very uh, somewhat, um, it's an audio, it's a deep audio, it's an interactive, you can get up and move. Um, why, um, and just move your own body. Why we're talking and get the feeling of what she's communicating accordingly. Now, I'm really yeah. happy you're going into these things, Natalie. It's so helped me over the years. And I know there's lots of things in, um, you know, people are getting standing desks and, um, and so forth. And we try to do, and even in sports, we do a lot of repetitive things, but you go into the movement of uh, fluidly moving several muscle body groups at the same time and you look so fluid to me it's beautiful yes well uh thank you and um you know this could be even if someone was just they couldn't move they their legs were an issue and they couldn't they can only be in a chair you can still take this fluid system and the body and find movement right from here, right from wherever you are. And it's a very, I love what, that you included the ocean because, um, and I can't really have an interview without sharing, um, you know, the foundation for me of probably my, all my life in this in movement was 
the work of Emily Conrad called The Continuum. And uh, her work was, I always feel that movement for me, the first level is embodiment and tracking and feeling, following sensation, and then yoga, and then dance, and then the creative arts and painting. And the last level is like the connection to the earth and the connection to the cosmos. And her work was really about movement and the cosmos. It was about breath and sound and fascia, but being able to introduce that into the watery system, like you were dropping, that you dropped uh, something into a river and it would have a lot of ripple effects. And her movement was being able to drop organic sound into our bodies and getting uh, being able to create a level of listening so that the, the ripple effect would move on its own. The sound that you put into your body would take you to what needs to be open. It might be an old holding right between the shoulder blades. And because as I've shared, the body wants to move. The river of the body wants to flow, wants to flow over, over the rocks, over our life. And, you know, we get stuck certain areas. So uh, her movement, um, if you've ever, you know, if you want to check that out also, the continuum, Emily Conrad, um, unfortunately, she's no longer on the planet, but uh, her work um, just took movement to a level that I, um, I had no idea that even existed. And, um, and I mentioned that because um, movement can be taken to different levels in the body. There's ecstatic movement, ecstatic dance. And one image would be, um, uh, I've shared this uh, with you once before, is that um, when my brother was passing away, I went to his caretaker's church and uh, there was a lot of um, singing and dancing. And, um, and then you'd look around, there were people sitting in their chair and they were just, their, their whole movement was open and they had, it was like their entire being was expanded and open from uh, the song and the heart opening and tears and just the joy of the body moving and moving, you know, with whatever uh, one considers uh, a higher power or um, the energy that, um, that is, uh, runs this entire magnificent planet. And you could see it just, you know, didn't matter their age, they were, uh, had a communion through movement with this incredible energy. So movement in the body can take you to so many different states. And I think all of them are available to everyone. And I think that really is my message that it's, uh, it's available and, um, and it's a beautiful um, healing thing to have in your life. Sounds like you've done a lot of healing with movement and your creativity. Um, and uh, I'm just I'm very impressed that you've taken um, this path of, of opening up and continuing to go um, into more of your passions in life, you know, as, as it is with, with art and so forth. May I ask you a question about the um, animal person? next to you that artwork because it is so amazing and i love the uh, the knowing woman yeah. um, which is more traditional art i grew up with a lot of all sorts of art from all um you know from you know the hudson river to provincetown art to various art schools around um the world and you have such an amazing talent i would be remiss not to remark on on your um 
your physical uh, creative artwork too behind you. Thank you. Thanks, Jen. And I can't wait to see your artwork because I know that you've been doing artwork too. And I, um, and like I shared earlier that I, we are all artists and um, again, the movement led me to be uh, expressive in the arts. And I, I guess that would be the other word of this to explore and express. We are beings that are meant to express all of us, every single one on the planet. And that gets boxed in sometimes very early because we want to uh, as we get older and we're painting, we want to make a pretty picture, have a pretty product, and the expressiveness and the exploration gets left behind. But I feel like in the lower two pictures, those are definitely expressive and just fun, and even, you know, the big one there. And when I, I did, after 10 years of doing my own movement, I did go back to school, and that was a result of, you know, being able to, uh, you know, follow teachers and um and I enjoyed it, but um, but there's nothing better than being able to just simply express, whether just picking up a pen or a paper and, and letting that go. And that is uh, deeply a part of all of us. And I, again, that lid gets put on really tight. And as I've expressed, um, I've done uh, some actually yoga and movement and then painting and combine them. And I could really uh, observe, you know, where... Uh, where everyone, where we, where we got stuck. And often in the class, people would make a pretty picture and I, I wanted to allow them to go further, but they didn't want to move past that pretty picture. And, um, and so it's almost as though, um, and the same with dance, you know, movement, we're supposed to, you know, our face is never supposed to growl or, you know, it's never supposed to look different than just that, you know, that smile or, you know, being serious or professional and, but, you know, what is professional? I mean, honestly, like, it's really about, you know, how authentic are we? You know, how, how real are we? How, how well do we express ourselves um, in the, you know, confines of, uh, of our world that we all have? And um, so, um, I'm not sure what else to say around that. But, yeah, that I, I, and I've already shared that the art is really just an expression of the body. Yes, I, I, I am so impressed with the, um, the animal face, too, of your artwork behind you. It reminds me of my little um, poodle, poodle mix dog that, that I have here in the office today. And she has a sweet, sweet face. And, um, oh. you know, yeah, I, and I, I think sometimes... You know, the more we're in touch with having fun, having the pleasures of, you know, and, and, and moving um, fluidly. I mean, I, I think that the happier we'll be in our work lives as well. And it well, Jen, I know you're an amazing uh, animal lover. I've met Jen's dogs and oh my gosh, I love them. They're amazing beings. So I know that you're, you're a huge animal lover and, uh, no, I know that's true. And um, that's really a part of it. I, I blast with the animals, that's for sure. And, you know, I just wanted to say something, go back to something that you said, that um, this has been a journey for me. Like, I definitely started in massage school in, like, 91 and uh, a long time ago. Um, but I think most of that was propelled before that I was an over-the-counter trader and I you know, there wasn't a sense of, like I said, it wasn't until I was 36 that I ever even thought of picking up a brush. Um, 
And most of that was I had to do a lot of healing. I had to, uh, it took me a long time to feel safe in my body. And a lot of that, a lot of my journey, it's really a journey in uh, feeling safe to express myself. Um, and, um, you know, that fear of, you know, not fitting in or not looking right or, you know, having, uh, and, and when I go through the, uh, my life, I can see almost the stages that I was in, in terms of how I dressed and who I was and until I came to like, you know, who I am today um, and how I express myself. But I still, you know, in terms of that growth, that's still there. That's uh, to be able to, um, you know, creativity is really about power, the power to follow with pleasure and curiosity and not in a way of, um, almost in a way that's humble, that you feel like you're, um, there's just a sense of, you know, groundedness and that you, it, you're sharing not to, you know, make anybody happy or to uh, get people like you. You're, you're just sharing your simple truth and taking a long time to get there. And I still have to work on that, but it's, you know, in terms of expression and boundaries. Um, but yeah, I think this whole journey has been about, uh, you know, I've, I've definitely had, you know, major trauma that I had to move through and heal. And it, it took it, my nervous system took its own time of how it wanted to do that, you know, and I've been able to follow that. And that's been a blessing from my, from things that happened to me early on to be able to be pushed in the way that I was. And, um, and today I just feel, you know, profound gratitude. That's incredible, Natalie. You're, I see you as a very authentic and integrated person. And, um, We've had a long way to go. I'm still learning, you know, it's day to day. Yeah. Well, that's, that's it. You know, the, the word opening just keeps coming back to me. I'm, I'm open to the, to the universe to continue to grow and learn and be empowered and being inspired. And I just, I just love, love, love your energy. And we were talking about some couple of takeaways also for the listeners and, um, you know, I've been very much involved with listening to various um, podcasts to help me sleep better and feel, you know, we talk about the importance of caring for the nervous system. And, um, I would, right? A, yeah. It's such an area. It really is. It's a neuroscience area, another science. And, the movement in, in my, all my hiking, you know, you can find me on Facebook under Jennifer D'Angelo and you'll see all my hikes with my dogs and so forth. And um, some of the hikes. I've been privileged to go on them. I've, it's been so much fun. <laughs> We're having a blast. We're on our own little nature walks and joyously. <laughs> It's so much fun. The dogs love it too. And oh. with the photography and all the rest of it and having just a blast with it. And so my, my little um, apps insight timer, you may want to, um, and, and Natalie, you brought up on being that wonderful app you can download on your phone for music. So if you're looking to be more creative and you want to put something on, I know there's the typical Spotify and, you know, Apple, iTunes and Pandora, but there's these other apps that you can get there where you can listen to meditations and all sorts of music and guides and trainings and things. But I, to get your training, I know that I, I will be signing up for your trainings and I mean, not trainings, but um, 
your classes, your movement classes. And so um, do you want to give any listeners how they can reach you like by email um, and, and I find you on a line and maybe take a class. Is that possible? Yes. Um, under my name, Natalie Goff, there'll be a website coming out uh, soon so you can watch for that. And um, I do have a Facebook business account. You can find me there. Also, um, I uh, have an email, which is, uh, you know, if you look up my name, it will show you. It will come right up. And those are ways to find me. I've often uh, put out workshops and trainings on uh, YouTube, uh, me, Facebook. Um, so again, my name will probably take you to where you need to go. Thank you, Natalie. Well, we're, you're one of a kind, so it'll be easy to find. Thank you so much for everything today. And, um, and thank you for this wonderful education in movement and, you know, from pieces of the stars of the universe to the depth of the ocean and, and in between. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart today. I appreciate it. My pleasure to be with you, Jen. Thank you so much. Enjoy. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Success Street. Each week, Success Street brings you the latest trends in essential business operating solutions, including conversations with industry leaders, reviews of emerging technologies, and discussions of innovative tools and techniques. If you'd like to hear other episodes of Success Street, go to ewnpodcastnetwork.com. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most of the other major podcast sites. You can go to www.successstreet.net to learn more and receive special offers. So until next time, we're pleased to offer you this vital information and hope you join us again on Success Street. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.